Sunday Times that claimed that its president, Batabile Damini, has come out in support of Deputy Minister of Higher Education, Mduduzi Manana, after he allegedly assaulted two women at a Johannesburg club last week. For more on this, we're joined on the line now by the political editor at the Sunday Times, Zbonga Gonke Shoba. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me. So, Asmonga Gonge, the ANC Women's League have called into question the veracity of your article published in the Sunday Times uh, yesterday. They say that um, they have noted but are not surprised by the misleading false narrative uh, that you have uh, posited about the ANC Women's League on the case of uh, physical assault of young women by Deputy Minister Mtutuzi Manana and his friends. So, um, are you going to defend this? Sakina, I, I don't know if you've gone through that statement. No way in the statement does the Women's League say that uh, uh, their president, Vatabele Zanin, didn't utter those words. It just talks about a false narrative that they wanted it written in a particular way, which which can happen. You can't dictate to to, to the media, how should they package a story? But anyway, Sakina, we are used to this now. Um, uh, remember a few weeks ago, one of my colleagues, Kanita Hunter, wrote a story about um, women, men being included in the delegation of the Women's League at the National Policy Conference. They issued a similar statement uh, 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 denying the story, saying that Matabele uh, Jamini never uttered those words. The only difference now is that they are not denying that she did utter those words. So, uh, for your part, you're sticking to your story. You did speak to Batabile Lamini, and she did, in fact, uh, try to protect Ndutuzi Manana in this instance. In fact, Sakina, our digital team is working on uh, putting out an uh, audio clip uh, of, the, of, of the interview because I called Mam uh, Lamini and we had a long uh, discussion on the matter. And, uh, and, and uh, when I, I, I probed, I, I, I was asking her if the Women's League would be calling for the president to take action on uh, on Deputy um, Minister Manana. She, she was saying no because they are inconsistent. They won't be doing that. They won't, they won't enter the fray of calling for, for 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 him to resign or action to be taken against him because they are inconsistent. She said that uh, they, they, in fact there were people who 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 had done worse things than him in government who are senior. And she was also saying that sexual harassment is everywhere, um, even in, in opposition political parties. In fact, uh, she, she also mentioned that uh, uh, the, a leader of the DA was accused of sexual harassment. And she was saying we, we, the media never call for, for tough action and we treat ANC leaders differently. Uh, and then when I asked her, uh, but uh, if the DA does not give sexual harassment, does not mean that the ANC uh, should... That it doesn't mean that ASC should shouldn't deal with social harassment. And she said, uh, we, we have we have we have not put so much pressure on on, on the DA, protecting the DA and other position parties. And she said that the court process, which is taking place right now with Manana, with him appearing in court, she said that's the way of dealing with the matter. What she actually had to say about your coverage of other political parties. Pardon. Do you agree with her sentiments on your coverage on other political parties that perhaps you are softer on them than you are on the African National Congress? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't agree with her. I don't agree with her. I don't. 
uh, because we are covering other political parties. The only difference is that the ANC is the governing party and the leader of society. That's why it must be held accountable. Uh, uh, it must be held accountable by, by the media and by society at large. And uh, did uh, Ms. Batabile Tlamini at any point, you know, offer any other names of those whom she said, you know, were equally guilty or may have even done worse? She mentioned an incident. She said there was an incident that happened recently and uh, we turned the incident into a joke. And then I asked her specifically if she was referring to the incident that involved the minister in the presidency, the Jeff Hardell. And she said that I'm the one who's, who makes that conclusion. She's not the one who's making that conclusion. And, and she wouldn't say what I wanted to say. Well, we'll leave it there then. Thank you so much uh, for confirming that for us. Uh, that was uh, Sunday Times um, political editor, Bonga Gonke Shoba, who say they are sticking by their story. And in fact, they will go on further and they will put up the audio of that um, interview with uh, Batabile Dlamini later on. So we look forward to hearing that. By the way, we have tried to get in touch with the ANC Women's League because now that you've heard the Sunday Times view following their um, statement yesterday we'd love to hear where do they stand right now on this particular matter so anyone from the ANC Women's League we are trying to get hold of you you can also get in touch with us 40938 uh, just drop us an SMS and we'll call you back and you can also tweet a Facebook at AM Live on SAFM well um, sticking with the, the story to some degree social media users went on the rampage yesterday following comments by um, uh, the Minister of Social Development as reported in the Sunday Times um, about uh, the Deputy Minister of Higher Education, Mdutuzi Manana's assault on women. Now, um, meanwhile, other high-profile personalities uh, like Shaka Sisulu, Max Maponyane, Atha Mafokate, uh, and others have also been found to be on the wrong side of the law with allegations of assaulting women. Are we experiencing an increase in gender-based violence and are the perpetrators in powerful positions getting protection or preferential treatment in this instance? To answer this, uh, we're joined on the line by advocate uh, Pali Sampapa, who's a human rights activist and legal and advocacy manager at People Opposed to Women Abuse. Thank you so much for your time this morning, advocate. Morning and thanks for having me. Advocate Mpapa, let me start here. So we've been reading about these allegations about uh, against quite powerful men in our society um, where they are alleged to have abused uh, some of their partners and spouses. And then last week there was a video that went viral of a schoolboy who had attacked um, a fellow learner, a girl, and we understand he has been arrested. So naturally the public becomes outraged in asking the question whether this justice of ours has eyes. Hello. Advocate Mpapa? Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, um, what, what I can say about the kind of uh, instances that we are seeing currently, for us it's not a surprise because uh, currently the statistics of uh, femicide or intimate partner violence are at um, every eight hours in South Africa, a woman is killed by an intimate partner. And for us, that is very scary. Inasmuch as it is so scary, we are not seeing any positive response from the criminal justice system, especially because 
Uh, if ever there was any positive response, this kind of instances, I mean, for instance, potential perpetrators would stop because the expectation of the law is such that if ever they were getting the punishment that they should as as, as cut in the law, it would deter potential perpetrators. For instance, we have seen the case of Pistorius. The case of Pistorius did not come in the way that you expected because it did not even get the minimum sentence. Um, so that in itself says, I mean, I can still get away with it. I mean, besides the criminal justice system, so, uh, uh, violence against women is actually normalized in our communities because of the response that we see. Even within the police system, women are turned away. Women are, I mean, there's a lot of bribery where you find that um, cases end up going nowhere to a point where women currently have lost confidence in the criminal justice system because besides just reporting, it's you reporting and not even getting assistance. So, so currently we're seeing a situation where women are at a point where I might as well just keep it to myself. And the challenge is where, where I'm going to get protection. Is the condition protect, protecting us at all? Because... Unfortunately, that line not great and uh, letting us down there, uh, the line to advocate Palisam Papa was with uh, people opposed to women abuse. And uh, we'll try and get her back because it's a very important question that we are trying to address. If you saw that video about the schoolboy assaulting the schoolgirl and then you learn that he has subsequently been taken into custody, he's been arrested, then you have to ask the question, how does this work? Because why then wasn't the same applied to the likes of um, Duduzi Manana? How does this law work? I'm still trying to understand. So um, hopefully we'll get her back at some point. And also, if you look at Max Maponyane's situation, where he was given a fine of 3,000 rand or a six-month suspended jail term, do you think that that punishment fits the crime? Is that sufficient deterrent uh, to act?